What up, everybody? I hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody's having a great day. If you're not, I hope this program helps you get through that. If not, go watch a good movie, good TV show, some anime. I love anime. I've been watching Yu Yu Hakusho. I watched that when I was a little kid. I've seen it all, but it's, it's a classic. You know, it's like those classic movies that you know all the lines to the movie, but you don't care. You still think it's one of the greatest things you've ever seen. Same concept here, same concept. But like always, follow me on Punch the Mouth Official on Instagram, official underscore P-I-T-M on Twitter. Um, The YouTube channel videos, they're coming, bro. I'm recording a bunch of videos right now and then I have to sit down and edit them. So please be patient with me on that. So they're coming. All right, guys, enjoy the show. Enjoy the fights this weekend. Big fights coming. Make sure you listen to all the show so you can hear all about the big fights. Alright, juices guys. Later. everybody welcome back to the punch in the mouth podcast man those fights last weekend were incredible sad to see the way the main event ended though but we'll get into that in a much more later on but i hope everybody's doing well like always i'm adrian so let's get right into it ufc new york fight night they weren't in long they were on long island because is it in or on? No, you're supposed to say on because they get mad. I don't know why, but they say New Yorkers get mad. Let's see. Yair Rodriguez defeats Brian Ortega. TKO shoulder injury. Industry. This is injury, Adrian. Amanda Lemos beats Michelle Watterson. Submission guillotine. Round 2, 148. Um, The shoulder injury happened at round 1411. For those wondering. Li Liang. Defeat the Kung Fu Master Muslim Shaki Hove. TKO punches. Match now wins. That was a crazy fight. Dan Burgos beats Jor- Char- Charlie Jordine. Lauren Murphy defeats Misha Tate. And Ricky Simone beats Jack Shore. I want to start there real quick. That was a crazy fight. They both had their moments, but Ricky, for the most part, showed his dominance and showed. Why he is where he is. And then after the fact, he calls out Sean O'Malley. I thought that was a good call out. Um, I doubt he's going to get it. Because of how big Sean O'Malley is name-wise. Because I believe, I want to say Ricky is like in the lower half of the top 15. He's like number 13 or something like that. We're about to see. These rankings always confuse me because they have the lighter weights on top. Oh, well, Sean O'Malley is barely number 13. I thought he was, like, number 8. Oh, no, Pedro's number 9. That's why I thought that. Ricky's actually ahead of Sean, so he called down. Ricky Simone is number 11. Why would you do that, bro? 
Why would you cut down even though he has a big name now? Well, it's understandable. Let's see here. Frankie Edgar's trying to fight Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz already has a fight lined up with Marlon Vera in about two weeks. No, in about three weeks. Sorry. No, in about a month. Sorry. Um, yeah, that's a good call out by Ricky because Sean has name value and he's only number 13. I don't know. I don't think they're going to do it because they were willing to give Sean the number nine guy and Sean looked good in that fight. What it would. What had happened in that fight, he looked good, so we'll see. Let's go back. Lauren Murphy, like, I'm going to be honest with you guys, she beat the brakes off of Misha Tate. I don't know if Misha's going to keep fighting. I don't know if she just jumped straight in with the killer and, like, people were just underestimating Lauren Murphy because even the betting line showed that Misha was the favorite. Maybe because she was bigger, you know, but... I don't know, man, that was a pounding that Misha took, and then her eye got all swollen. Lauren Murphy is, she's currently ranked number three. Um, I believe Kaylin Chukagian is going to, she's going to fight somebody. She's going to fight Manan Firot. She's fighting Manan Firot because it was supposed to be Jessica Andrade, but something happened to her. Don't ask me what, because I don't know, but something happened to her. I think she got hurt. So, she's looking at the winner of that, and I believe that's happening, is that this weekend? This weekend, so is that happening this weekend? Um, no, not this weekend. I believe it's happening in Texas, let's see. Nope, when is this fight happening? Get up, because I don't want to waste more time doing this when I could just look it up. I could have just gauged in Europe. You were an idiot, bro. You could just click their names, and it'll probably tell you. Okay, so... They have it that it's going to happen September 3rd, but there's a rumor that Jessica Andrade is out of that fight, and it's going to be Caitlyn Chukagian. Let's see. Oh, it's the France card. Yeah, see, like, they already switched it on Wikipedia. They're saying Caitlyn Chukagian. So she wants to she wants to fight the winner of this fight. Okay, let me see. Well, if, Ka if Caitlyn Chukagian wins, it's a good fight because that would be number one versus number three. She looked good, man. That's my point here. She looked good. She looked good, man. And they're saying she wasn't healthy going into the Valentina fight. So now it makes me wonder, if you go in healthy, like you say you weren't healthy, if you go in healthy into the Valentina fight now, because this chick looked like she could beat her because Valentina was having a hard time with Talia Santos on the feet and stuff like that. Remember that she had to end up taking her down and... Like, she wasn't having trouble. She wasn't having success. And then Talia figured out what... Tyler. Oh, my God. Fuck. This guy, he's going to have a field day with me, bro. God damn it. Anyway, you know how she was having, like... She wasn't having trouble on the feet, but she wasn't dominating. So, she tried taking her down and it didn't work. And Tyler was able to use that to her, her advantage. So, my question here becomes, if this version of Lauren Murphy shows up, and Valentina doesn't have success with her on the feet, and she tries to take her down. She's not going to be able to because of how strong Lauren is. Lauren Murphy is really strong. So, that's interesting. Like, I'm going to keep a close eye on her next fight. I believe it's going to end up being early next year because if these girls are going to fight in September, there's no way they'll be ready by December unless it's a quick finish. Shane Burgos beats Char Charlie's Charles Jordine. I keep saying Charlie Charles. Jordine or Jordan. Crazy fight, man. Crazy fight. 
Shane Burgos got the majority decision. I believe it was the right decision. I hope he resigns with the UFC because that was his last fight on his contract. I hope he resigns. Crazy fight, man. Match now versus Sue Modergy, the Kung Fu Master. That fight was nuts. The only thing I can compare that to for me was Nate Diaz versus Paul Daly. That first round, like, that fight was nuts. And this, the Kung Fu Master guy, this Sue guy. Oh, no, he's not the Kung Fu Master. I'm sorry. This Sue guy, um, the only reason he lost is because he punched himself out and Match now wouldn't go away. He went Matt Diaz right there, bro. He did not go away and this guy punched himself out. Crazy fight. And, like, even when Match now won, like, he was looking around like, what happened? Because, like, that dude's eyes looked all glossy, but he did he did win the fight. Lee Ji Liang versus Muslim. Saki Hope, the Kung Fu man. This guy is the Kung Fu master. Crazy, crazy fight. TKO elbows and punches. Crazy fight. The last time we saw the the, the Liji Liang, he was fighting Hamza. We're going to talk about Hamza later. Crazy fight. Keep winning, bro. That guy's one of my favorite fighters. Did you see at the end of the fight, he got a Chinese flag at the end. And then supposedly an official from the UFC came and yanked it away from him. That sucks. Amanda Lemus defeats Michelle Watterson. Crazy fight. And I thought what we needed to look out for was Lemus's um, knockout power. Wasn't the case. She chokes out Michelle Watterson. And it's crazy, right? Because where Michelle tapped, you couldn't. the ref didn't see her tap. Like, she just let go and she's saying, hey, hey, she tapped. And, like, Michelle was the sportsman and she said, yes, I did tap, so it's over. Because the hand she tapped with, you couldn't see it until they showed it on the replay. It was like her backhand. So there, there's that. Well, let me see what rank Lemus is. She's number eight. She should fight Amanda Hibas. Or fight Nina Nunes. And Jessica Andrade is ranked number six at strawweight and number four at flyweight. She's in the top ten of both divisions. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm Valid Ishmael, um. Having her try to fight, you can have her fight. If you want her to fight up, have her fight Nina Nunes or Tisha Torres. Um, if you want her to fight somebody with a good name, have her fight Amanda Hibas. But they're both Brazilian, so I don't know. Well, so are Jessica Andrade and Amanda Lemo, and they still fought. So I don't know if that really matters to them. So we shall see. We shall see, but keep an eye out for Amanda Lemo. She's good, man. I'll never forget that promo of Ali Ishmael cut when she beat Montserrat El Conejo. That was crazy. <laughs> that was nuts. And now we go to the main right main event. Main event. Yair Rodriguez defeats Brian Ortega due to a shoulder injury. Okay. People are making fun of Brian Ortega because he's saying, I was winning every aspect of this fight. And then people online are going, yeah, yeah, you were getting pieced up. That's that. That's what was happening there. I'm like, come on, guy. He's not gonna say he was losing. Like, come on. And then poor guy, cause he finally gets. I'm like, I told myself, I'm like, if he doesn't get his arm dislocated, I'm pretty sure he was about to do something crazy. And then the other thing, like, it it doesn't. I want to make something clear. It doesn't upset me. But people go like, oh, did you see your arm bar, Brian? I'm like, come on, guys. 
He didn't armbar him. Like, Joe Schilling was saying he armbarred him. I'm like, what? No, he did Like, it wasn't even in. And Brian, like, it wasn't even Yair that did anything to dislocate his shoulder. Like, his arms was in between his legs, and then Brian pulls it. Like, if Yair was yanking on his arm and it broke, sure, that's an armbar. But he wasn't even doing that. Like, what? Come on. Guy, come on. What? So, let's see. What's next for Yair? One of three things can happen. Listen to me. But listen good. Are you guys listening? Listen. One of three things is going to happen here. Because I believe Yair's not going to fight again this year. If he does, that's nuts. Okay. This is good. So, the rankings and Volkanovski's champ. Max is one. Yair Rodriguez is now number two. Brian Ortega is number three. And Josh Emmett is number four. Because people are saying that Josh Emmett... Let me go look this up. That Josh Emmett has won his last five fights. One, two, three. Okay, we'll give it to him. His last five fights. He's only lost twice. He's 18 and 2. He's lost to Desmond Green and Jeremy Stevens. Okay, cool. Let's go look at Yair's record. Yair Rodriguez is 14 and 3. He beat Brian Ortega. He's lost to Max Holloway. He beat Jeremy Stevens. He lost to Frankie Edgar way back. And then he lost to Roberto Herrera in Mexican Fighters Promotion 13. He's 14 and 3. Okay. Okay. Let, let's, because if they were to rematch right now, he'd beat the brakes off of Frankie Edgar. Okay. I'm sorry, Frankie. You know I love you, but this is the truth. Um, The Max fight was a crazy competitive fight. What's going for Yair is the fact that he beat Jeremy Stevens. And when jo- Josh Emmett fought him, people were saying, oh, M- MMA math doesn't work. I'm not talking about MMA math. If we're going to compare resumes. Let's compare resumes. Josh Emmett got KO'd by Jeremy Stevens. Okay. And let's look at y- Yair's la- last few fights. Brian Ortega, Max Holloway. These two guys have fought Volkanovski and Yair was in there with them, bro. Like... If he would have done a couple things different in the max fight, he could have probably made that fight even more competitive than what it was. It was a crazy fight. And this guy was piecing up Brian before that whole transition took place and Brian dislocated his shoulder. So if you're looking for the next challenger for Volkanovski at Featherweight, it's Yair Rodriguez. I don't care that he's on a one-fight win streak. Like that, 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 that does not matter. If we're going to look at resumes, let's look at resumes. And they're saying that. So one of the three things is going to happen here. You're either going to get Yair Rodriguez versus Josh Emmett on a pay-per-view card. Maybe either MSG or the December card. Because they're already announcing the September card. And they already announced the main event for the October card. And I don't think either of those guys are going to go to Abu Dhabi. You know, So we have to wait and see. Or they get put on a fight night. Or they wait until next year to take these guys to Mexico. Or you take Josh Hammond out of the equation and you give Yair the title shot. Because you know how I just said they announced the October main event already? It's going to be Charles Oliveira versus Islam Mahashev for the quote-unquote vacant lightweight belt. And Volk, he wants a shot at that belt. So what he should do is he should say, okay, who am I fighting? Am I fighting Yair or Emmett? Like, he should put pressure on the UFC like he... You shouldn't say, no, 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 not who I want to fight. Who do you guys want me to fight? That way, after I beat this guy, I can go up to, to lightweight. 
And I wonder if they can put that in their contract. You know what? I'm going to call somebody that could probably help me with that. But I don't think so because they ha- their contracts are structured a certain way. And I think they just have to either accept or decline the fight that they get offered. So he should say he wants to fight Yair based off a resume, even though he's already, even though Alex has already beaten Max Holloway three times. Because then Alex, see, he went on the MMA hour and said, make an interim fight between Yair and Emmett. And then after I fight for the lightweight belt, I'll fight the winner. Why are you going to do that if you have the time to do it now? Try and get on the Fight Island card if you can. It's because they don't like, like, I understand it's a hassle. It's probably a super hassle to fight there. But if he was smart, he would try to get on the Fight Island card. Fight on the same card as the the people he wants to fight next. Try to win so he's on a similar timetable to them. And fight either early next year or at December or, yeah, December. Because they'll probably have two car fight cards in December. They usually do sometimes, but the past few years, it's only been one. Or early next year, like, you know, like, put yourself in a position, like, next year, I'm going to be double champ. In my opinion, because, like, you don't want to clog up the division by having an interim belt just because you want to wait and see what happens between Charles and Islam. Like, what? Come on, man. You don't want to wait. At least that's how I feel. So we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. But let's move on to Bellator. Bellator this Friday. The main event, Douglas Lima versus Jason Jackson, Sydney Outlaw. Versus Tofik Muzahiv, Usman Nurmagomedov versus Chris Gonzalez, Lorenz Larkin versus Mohamed Burkhamenov, Davian Franklin versus Marcelo Goim. That's the main card. This is a good fight. It's five rounds, right? Is this five rounds? Uh, yes, it is. I can't wait for this fight. It's gonna be Douglas Le- Lima's leg kicks versus Jason Jackson's wrestling. So we'll see what happens. I'm pretty sure the winner of this will end up fighting Logan Storley down the road for the belt. However long it takes Amoslav Amoslav to come back. Amoslav Yagoslav, sorry. Then Usman Nurmagomedov, if he wins, he's creeping up on that lightweight belt. I can't wait. So like I said, it's going to be leg kicks versus takedowns, right? For me, Douglas should, as soon as the fight starts, throw one. Throw one, see what happens. Because he needs to make this dude's legs heavy that he's not going to be able to shoot on him. And then the exact opposite for G, if he's going to throw one, make sure you're checking these kicks to make him not throw it. And then you can throw some heat and then go for a takedown. Roman Feraldo's coming back? That guy's good, man. Finally, Bellator is back. And then, so it goes this week. Are they coming back next week? No, then they're off for about two weeks. They're coming back on the 12th. And then on the 23rd of September, it's crazy, man. But, like, not everybody has the resources to have the same schedule as the UFC. And plus, Showtime does boxing, so it's understandable. And then don't forget, in August is the big um, one championship debuts on Prime Television, Prime TV, Amazon Prime. Can't wait. Whoa, what happened? Oh, okay, okay. Let's talk about the SBs. SB's 2022 Best MMA Fighter. The 2022 SB's presented by Capital One are finally here. It's time to decide which is your favorite athlete, which of your favorite athletes will win the show's biggest awards. Here are the nominees for Best MMA Fighter. Um, spoiler alert, I'm about to tell you who the winner is because they did it on the broadcast. Alexander Volkanovsky, 
Charles Oliveira, Kamar Usman, and then the Dark Horse, Kayla Harrison. Cast your votes now and tune into ESPs on ABC on July 20th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Then why did they do it now? What day is it? The ESPs are tomorrow. Why? why did, you know why? I'm going to tell you why. Because last weekend's fight were on ABC, so they just did it. And because it was a UFC fighter, because I guarantee you if Kayla would have won, there's no way they say her name on a UFC broadcast, bruh. No way. So the winner was Charles Oliveira. People are mad. They're saying no way. It should have been Usman, especially Ali Abdelabziz. Because, come on, Usman is his client. Um, But come on, like, can you, can you see Charles choking out Volkanovski? Yes. Can you see Charles being competitive against Usman? Yes. Now, vice versa, if this fight goes to the ground, do you guys think Charles' jiu-jitsu will help him be defensive against these two? And the answer is yes. I mean, it'll be an interesting fight seeing him and Usman fight on the feet. I still think Charles is the better fighter on the feet. He gets hit a lot, but I still think Charles is the better fighter, in my opinion. So I think that was the right decision. Sheesh. What do you guys think? Do you guys think Charles should have won? you guys think Alex should have won? you guys think Kamaru should have won? Or do you guys think Kayla should have won? I don't know. Let me know in the comment section. And then let's read this article. ESPN Plus is about to get even more expensive. The price is jumping from $6.99 a month to $9.99 per month each. I mean, come on, Dana. Dana, you can talk to D Dana. Dana, listen to me, bro. I love you. Like, let's get that straight. I love you. Talk to Mickey Mouse, bro. Be like, you know, we got a lot of fans, man. Like, if we keep raising these prices, we're going to lose money. Like, we're already seeing it. Supposedly, their pay-per-view numbers are down. Supposedly the pay-per-view numbers are down. Here, let's get into the article. ESPN is raising the price of its standalone ESPN Plus streaming service from $6.99 per month to $9.99 per month, a nearly 43% increase beginning August 23rd as reported earlier by Sports Business Journal. The price of the annual plan is also going up from $69.99 to $99. Jesus Christ, bro. Like, really? You're going to have me pay $200 for Showtime and ESPN? Come on, man. If you get your streaming ESPN service as a part of a Disney bundle, however, which includes packaged ESPN+, Plus, Disney+, Plus, and added supported Hulu for $13.99 per month, including Hulu without ads, takes the price to $19.99 per month, that will remain the same price as before the service website and support pages have been updated to reflect the increase but the statement sent over by disney spokesman paul melvin indicates that the subscribers will be notified next week C -c -c come on man paul melvin come on bro like what jesus christ mickey mouse doesn't need any more money the price change reflects how even as moving between services and packages becomes more flexible as we move beyond traditional cable bundles, access isn't as cheap as it once seemed. ESPN Plus already raised its price twice last year, and now there's an 
even steeper increase. ESPN points out the content deals it signs increasingly include ESPN Plus components along with the access of editorial content on its website that subscribers get. Still, if you dream if your dream is unfettered access to standalone sports streaming, then it's both closer than it has ever been and also much further away as Disney prices encourages taking bundles. Taking the bundle. Even if that's not what you really want. Uh, come on, bro. Like, what? Jesus Christ, man. <sighs> and then you wonder why the pay-per-view business is not doing well. Excuse me. Oh, excuse me. So there's... Hold on, I guess. <laughs> so there's rumors? There's rumors? DC. DC. There's rumors DC's coming back. <laughs> Daniel Cormier, UFC return. DC makes a massive claim during retirement. Let's see, let's see. Daniel Cormier has an absolutely incredible career inside the UFC octagon, but could make his way out of retirement. DC last found in the company in the heavyweight division, losing to Stipe Biocic to be a unanimous decision. Despite the final two fights of his career being losses, Cormier is a former... Champ champ in both the light heavyweight and heavyweight division of the company. So he has had he has a fantastic pedigree. At 43 years old and having not competed since August of 2020, it would certainly be a challenge for Cormier to get back into the octagon. But as he mentioned later in his in this article, Randy Couture won the UFC title at the age of 45. Speaking on a live Twitter Q and A via Sports Kita. The UFC commentator made the surprising claim seems to indicate that a return isn't out of the question. He said, I said when I retired, I said I'm only going to fight for championship belts. But it's like I don't deserve a heavyweight championship fight. Stipe's not the champ. He beat me the last couple of times. I don't deserve a shot at the title. If I were ever, If I was ever going to fight again, which I don't want to, I would go all the way back to 205. Why? Let me tell you why. Because I didn't lose, remember? Remember I vacated? I didn't want to go back down there when Jones was going to fight Gustafsson. So because I vacated the title, now maybe there's some potential in it. Hey Dana, you think I could fight Yuri Prochatska for the title? If it ever happens, it better happen soon. I'm 44 years old in March. But hey, Randy Couture won the heavyweight championship at 45 so it's not impossible there's no news right now on whether dc could really be making a return to the octagon but it would be a massive move for the former champ champ should he decide to return okay let's dissect what he said there he says i don't deserve a title shot at heavyweight because stipe is not the champ he's right but he says if it were to happen i have to go back to 205 because i never lost the belt he's right because after he lost to jones he got reinstated, and then after that, he never lost the belt. And he goes, hey, Dana, do you think I can fight Yuri Prochatska? That's him, like, saying, give me the Yuri fight. I can beat this guy. I bet you he saw that Glory versus Yuri fight. Be like, dude, I can beat both of these guys. He wants to fight. He says no, but I guarantee you he wants to fight. He wants to be able to, I'm pretty sure he's. Th- it's been eating at, away at him. And he's like, dude, how do I go off? How do I go out on two L's? And then could you imagine, could you imagine the history of, of a Hall of Famer coming back to win the belt? 
Nobody's done it. Matt Hughes fought while he was in the Hall of Fame and he won, but he never won the belt after he got inducted. Can you imagine? DC comes back, he wins the belt. Can you imagine Bruce Buffer's introduction? And introducing the challenger from Lafayette, Louisiana. The former heavyweight champion, the former light heavyweight champion, and the current UFC Hall of Famer, the Octagon Warrior, Daniel Deese. Dude, that place would erupt. Especially if they do it up north, in Northern California. SAP Center, San Jose, the Shark Tank. Let's go, baby. I'm in. Dana, book the fight. Dana, get... Jeff Nowinski, if we have to wait six months, wait, wait, now that I thought about it, let's see, January, August, September, October, November, December, did I say, let's start all over, August, September, October, November, December, January, he'll be ready, if he go, if he goes tomorrow, he'll be ready by the middle of January, you do the fight in March, before his 44th birthday, around there, you do it. He wins? Can you imagine if he wins? You know what's going against him though? He admitted he cheated when he weighed in against Anthony Johnson. He admitted that. So you know they're going to be looking at him when he goes on the scales. But we'll see man. Can you imagine? Dana booked the fight. Dana, come on Dana. Give it to us Dana. Okay, closing thoughts. Closing thoughts. But we're going to talk about something else real fast before I let you go. Yes, but this is not what I wanted. I wanted to see. I should have left it open. Why didn't I open it? Okay, look. Report Nate Diaz UFC contract has an upcoming expiration date. Whether or not Nate Diaz gets booked for a final fight of his current contract, it appears he could be free soon from the promotion. Diaz has been very vocal about his desire to fight out the remaining of his contract so he can move on as soon as possible. He believes the UFC is holding him hostage and dragging its feet so he can't explore other ventures. This past weekend, UFC President Dana White shot down that notion and said he's actively trying to secure Diaz a logical fight. If the process takes too much longer, though, Diaz could simply walk away. ESPN Mark Rom Monday reported on Monday that Diaz is approaching a sunset clause on his contract before the end of the year. The report stated that Diaz's contract expires sometimes in the fall, potentially before November. Ariel Hawani later added that the expiration date is October 19th. Okay, okay. If I would have started this earlier, I would have ended with this, but th more has developed in the past hour before I started. Now, okay, let's look at this date, October 19th. Let's say they were to offer Nate a fight and he said no, they can extend that date by six months. But I'm here to tell you that apparently he has accepted a fight. Ready? UFC is finalizing a welterweight matchup between Hamza Chimaev and Nate Diaz to headline UFC 279 on September 10th in Las Vegas. UFC business officer Hunter Campbell told Brett Okamoto, Contracts have not been signed, but both fighters have verbally agreed. Nate's going to sign that contract. If it means he's out, he's going to sign it. If he takes this serious and he trains hard and he doesn't get hurt in the process, this is an interesting fight. Did you see how Hamza struggled against Gilbert? Nate's the same level of black belt. Nate, Nate can choke him. And he didn't want to go to the ground with him. The third, fourth, and fifth rounds are going to be exciting. 
Like I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if in the first round Nate Nate gets battered and pillar to post. Let's read some of these tweets. I know Hamza will be the betting favorite, but Nate Diaz is one of the toughest guys in UFC history. If Nate can keep it on the feet and use his constant forward pressure, I could definitely see Hamza winning by first round KO. That's funny as heck. Nate sent off with the likely worst beating of his career. Moves the needle, moves the needle, and gets used up and spat out like everyone else. What a sport! But see, people think that Hamza struggled in that Gilbert fight. You don't think like let's say he, Nate gets beat up the first round. You don't think he like a similar scenario could play out where he beat Connor that he was getting beat up the first round, but in the second round. I know people are gonna hear this, be like, you just love Nate so much, which is true. I do love Nate and Nick a lot, but I'm saying it's a possibility. That the five round aspect of the things, it's in Nate's favor. So closing thoughts on this whole week. Give Yair Rodriguez the title shot. Um Oh, I didn't do UFC the London oh, I am so sorry. Not closing thoughts yet. We're gonna do UFC London preview. Curtis Blaze versus Tom Aspinall in the main event. Jack Hermanson versus Chris Curtis. Home main event. That was supposed to be Darren Till, but he got hurt. That guy's an injury problem, huh? Darren Till. Patty the Batty Pimlet will fight Jordan Levitt. Nikita Krilla will fight Alexander Gustafsson. Mc- Molly McCann will fight Hannah Goldie. Paul Craig will fight Vulcan Ozdemir. E. Mason Jones will fight. Is this. Is this the guy I was thinking about? No, because the guy that I'm thinking about was um, a wrestler, a Greco-Roman wrestler, and he meddled. Mohamed Mokai will fight Charles Charles Johnson. That guy's good. Watch out for that. Mohamed Mokai. Okay, let's look at this. Paul Craig versus Wokin Uzdemir. It's a good fight. Can't wait for this fight. Paul Craig cannot be getting smacked up like he has in his last couple fights and then just getting the submission on this guy. This guy will finish him. Um, Molly McCann versus Hannah Golden. Goldie. I just hope Molly McCann wins so I can hear her go, Oh, Patty the Bird. When her accent is so cute. Um, I like this girl a lot. Meatball Molly McCann. Nikita Krilla versus Alexander Gustafsson. This is a light heavyweight each. How old is Alex? He's only 35, man. He should have... I don't know. Like, something happened to him. Like, he, something happened to him, like, to Frank Mir. Remember when Frank Mir was, like, mediocre all those years? And then, like, he had a resurgence? I hope Alex has the same type of resurgence because he was good, man. And then something happened that he, like, lost his fire. I don't know. So, that's going to be an interesting fight. Patty Pimlet versus Jordan Levitt. Patty Pimlet saying he's going to walk through this guy. I wonder how many fights, this is going to be his third fight in the UFC. I wonder how many fights he has left on his current contract because he has been saying he's not happy with the starter contract they give him. So I wonder how many fights he has left. If it's, if they give him six fights on the starter contract, he has three after this. And he keeps winning the way he's winning, they're going to have to pay him more money. Like the crazy thing is like Patty Pimlet could headline this card on his own. Like it doesn't matter who he's fighting, but if he's fighting, like, he's bigger than the UFC in London. He's WWE status in London. Like, if you just tell those people, Patty Pimlet will fight, like, you don't even need to tell them anything else. That that card will sell out in minutes. Minute, like, you don't even need a net. Like, you, you just tell them, UFC is coming back to London and Patty Pimlet will fight. 
They don't need to know anything else. Like, they just know Patty Pimlet's fighting. We're going. That's all they know. Jack Hermanson versus Chris Curtis. It's a good fight. It's a different fight. Um, I wonder what happened to Darren Till. My boy, he's like, he's an injury problem. I do feel bad for Darren because he's either too injured that he can't fight or he's injured, but he fights anyway. Like he did against Derek Brunson. So, speedy recovery to Darren Till. Main event. Curtis Blades versus Tom Aspinall. This one's a big one. Whoever wins this should fight the winner of Cyril Gan versus Taito Ibasa on in the on the September card. They're fighting in September. They shouldn't fight them on the. They're fighting each other in September. I believe they'll fight the winner of that either late this year, depending on how fast that fight finishes, or early next year at some point. Because the moving pieces of the heavyweight division are Curtis Blades versus Tom Aspinall, and then. Sorry about that. Cyril Gunn versus Taito Ibasa. And then you got Stipe Miocic. You got Francis that's out with the knee injury. And then you got John Jones. These are five parts. If if I get two parts of those moving and then I make I get two, rid of two of them, that's, that's three parts left that I still don't know what I'm going to do with. But then I can make another new piece with the two pieces I used. Because I'll, I'll make the winners of those fights fight each other. And then after that, you have the winner of... So it's like a mini tournament, right? Because Stipe and Jones are too big to take part in this because if they end up fighting each other, it's going to be for the interim heavyweight belt. Like, at this point, they're waiting on Francis to see what he's going to do. But yeah, man, for for Chris, Curtis Blades, I said Chris Blades, Curtis Blades, Tom Aspinall, they should fight the winner of Taito Ibasa and Cyril Gunn. So closing thoughts now. Give you a year a title shot. Um... UFC London, check that out. Bellator, check it out. The MMA SB, um, I believe they it was the right call. Congratulations to Charles. ESPN Plus increase. Come on, man, please. Why do you gotta do this to me, Mickey? Like what? I watch all the pay per views. You you guys. That's another thing. Um, I forgot who, but I remember reading somewhere without any like sort of code or anything if you want to watch all the ufc content on espn plus including the pay-per-views it'll cost you up to a thousand dollars a year so to watch everything throughout the year as everything stands right now with the price increases and you know they're going to increase again next year it's going to be a thousand dollars and then i'm like come on like right now right now with this price increase in august to watch the rest of the stuff it's gonna like it's nuts man it's going to cost like $1,000. I should finish my thought before I want to talk about something else. DC, come back, please. Please. Come on, DC. Can you imagine? The shark tank. The shark tank. Come on. Um, And then, good luck to Nate against Hamzad. I love both those guys. But Nate, Nick, you're always going to have a special place in my heart. I'm glad Nate's going to finally be able to do what he wants to do. But that's all I got for you guys I'll see you guys later. Peace. Stay safe. Enjoy the fights. Remember, early start time. It's an hour later than what this last weekend was. But deuces, guys. Have a great day. Bye. Remember, follow me on Punch in the Mouth official Instagram. Official underscore PITM on Twitter. Almost forgot that part. All right. Later, guys. Deuces.